Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Bridgestone Weatherpeak. But did you know they sell other automotive products, wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire. With Jason McIntyre. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Jason McIntyre, straight fire. Tuesday, February 2nd. I gotta say, the month started off with a bang on Monday. Holy cow. Uh, Before I quickly talk about Monday, I do have to plug our guest later in the podcast. His name is Kelvin Washington. You probably know him if you're into radio or TV. He's been talking about sports for a minute. Interesting cat. We get into it. We disagree on some things, agree on others. I think you'll like him. You will enjoy it. Stick around for that. Couple of notes off the top. Aaron Rodgers is the biggest story in sports today. But I'm going to get to that in a second. Just three random, random items. First of all, um, LeBron James played in Atlanta Monday. And this drunk lady courtside and her obviously inebriated husband were yelling at LeBron, and I guess the referees deemed that it was, like, out of bounds, what they were saying, and they tossed him. So then this drunk, liquored-up cougar, who's all fake if you go look at her Instagram, just totally plastic everything, and 
she just starts like railing against the system and all. I mean, it's just like, what are we doing here? Really? We're in the middle of a pandemic. You don't know how to wear a friggin' mask and you're cursing at LeBron as the Lakers beat the Hawks. Like that's where we are. February, 2021 in the NBA. Um, it was a decent night in the league. The Mavs lost again. Luka Doncic is not going to be happy. But this isn't really a huge basketball week, although shout out to a little game of basketball I was able to play Monday out here in Los Angeles. Quiet little game. Nice little run. Played with a couple guys who know some hoops. Um, I won't drop their names because I didn't say I was going to talk about it. Here's the funniest thing before I get to Aaron Rodgers. What's the move when somebody hacks your DoorDash and tries to deliver Hennessy and Covassier to where they live in the projects on the other side of the country? What's the move? Do you do some digging and try to find out who it was? Do you instigate and maybe do you wait a minute and then make a play to go after them? Or do you just let it slide? Do you take immediate action? I am curious. I will be reading your DMs on the gram or uh, whatever you say on Twitter. I'm just curious. I, you know, haven't given it any thought. We're not out any money. Obviously, DoorDash nipped it in the bud. They texted, did you really order this? We are like, huh? And I was like, okay. Uh, anyways, all right, let me get to Aaron Rodgers quickly. This is just such a random story. I, I got to plead ignorance here. I have no idea what prompted this, but one of Aaron Rodgers' former teammates, a fella by the name of TJ Lang, obviously an offensive lineman, longtime Packer, comes out Monday and for whatever reason just starts saying, Aaron Rodgers wants revenge. He's hell-bent on revenge against Packers' ownership and management. Um, You may want to check on the ownership thing, TJ. You know, the Packers are one team that does not have an owner. Um, And management for not putting better pieces around him. Now, is that TJ Lang trying to get a job in media now that his career's over? Um, I I don't know. Um, Hell-bent on revenge. So the Packers go to the NFC title game, and then they go back to the NFC title game, and Aaron Rodgers wants revenge? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not buying it. I'm just not. I can see Aaron Rodgers being ticked off. Um, a year ago, they definitely were not the better team against the Niners. They were the better team against Tampa. I thought Lafleur coached a bad game. Aaron Jones fumbled twice, lost one of them. Um, if you notice, after that fumble in the third quarter on the first drive, he didn't have another touch the rest of the game. Okay, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams. That's like the big three for that team. Devontae Adams dropped a touchdown earlier in the game. They just did not play well. But um, this idea that he's hell-bent on revenge, like what does revenge look like for a 37-year-old quarterback? You're not going to make them pay you more money because, uh, hello, it's tougher to build a team around you when the quarterback's taking up even more money as he gets older. Tom Brady, of course, the blueprint. Aaron Rodgers does not have a supermodel wife worth $500 million like Tom Brady does with Giselle. But if I'm Rodgers, I'm not hell-bent on revenge with the Packers. If anything, I want to leave there and do what Brady did. Big middle finger to Belichick. I'm going to Tampa Peace, and now I'm going to the Super Bowl. Even if Brady doesn't win the Super Bowl, he won the breakup with Belichick. I, I mean, I can understand Aaron Rodgers being ticked off that a 13-3 and team drafted a quarterback in the first round instead of 
I don't know, a defensive player who could be a factor. Um, it, it makes you wonder, what are they going to do now? They lost in the NFC title game again. Draft another quarterback? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you can't get another running back. They drafted a running back uh, in the second round, the kid Dylan. Now, maybe they decide, hey, man, we're not paying Aaron Jones. Good running back, but you know what? Williams and Dylan are fine. Um, I, I, it's pretty clear they need a cornerback. Uh, uh, Packers have some needs, but I just want to say I kind of think TJ Lang's full of poop here. Um, this seems like a, a, a nonsense story that he's hell-bent on revenge, um, and, and he's going to make them pay. That's his quote. I think Aaron's going to make them pay. He's going to want some sort of new deal where they guarantee a couple more years security-wise. Like, well, I, I, what? I, I really don't think there's anything there to that story. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. 
A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. I do want to close out. I'm going to give a prop bet every day for the rest of the week leading up to the Super Bowl. Obviously, Friday, I will pick the game. Um, I bet this prop on Monday night. Um, It hasn't really moved, but it's an over. It is Daryl Williams, who? The Kansas City Chiefs running back, over 37 and a half rushing yards. Um, I know people will gravitate toward Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, the rookie, um, but I think Williams is going to have a game. Let me just explain it out. You can laugh, you can scoff, you can take the, you can fade me, bro, and take the under, but Daryl Williams, over 37 and a half rushing yards. So he's the 5'11", 225 kind of tank, if you will who is a big back. And I, I like this bet because everybody's saying, well, you can't run on Tampa. You can't. They got Vita Vea back. Can't run on Tampa. Green Bay couldn't run on them. They had 67 yards rushing. Well, let's remember, they were down 28-10, like three minutes into the second half. Um, and they had to just throw the ball the rest of the way. You can't run on Tampa. Alvin Kamara had 85 on the ground for the Saints. And they did not have much of a pass game to speak of, given the limitations of Drew Brees. Um, Now, yes, Tampa is good against the run. Here's a fun fact. Thrill your friends with this at a Super Bowl party. What is the longest carry given up by Tampa in the playoffs so far? 17 yards. That's it. Not even one 20-yard carry yet. That's pretty impressive for Tampa. Um, It was by Alvin Kamara of the Saints. Um, But think about this. If Williams needs to get to 37 and a half. All he needs is like one big carry like that and a handful of others, and boom, he's got it. Now, the logic will dictate, hey, Mahomes is just going to throw the ball a lot. They're going to hand off to Tyreek Hill and do the reverses to Cole Hardman. Yes, remember this. Patrick Mahomes threw 42 times in the Super Bowl last year. Damian Williams still had 104 yards on the ground. 42 passes for Mahomes. Damian Williams... 104 yards. He did, even if you take out his late 38-yard touchdown run, he still crushed his over of 52 yards. That was his prop, 52 or 52 and a half. And Damian Williams said 104, okay? Consider this. Patrick Mahomes threw 49 times in the earlier game against Tampa. And because of the nature of Chiefs' possessions, they're quick, a lot of passes, It's feast or famine. They're moving up and down the field. They're getting points or they're punting quickly. They still had Edwards Hilaire had 37. Lev Bell had 22. Mahomes had 28. So they're topping 80 yards in a game when Mahomes attempts 49 passes. This is an efficient Chiefs offense. They can and will move the football, including on the ground. I'm just saying, I I do like... um, 
Pat Mahomes rushing to go over his total. Um, this will be a different animal. If you listen to last week's podcast with LeVar Arrington, it's one thing for the Bucks linebackers to get ready for Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees, two older quarterbacks. Mahomes, I think, is 25 years old, and he is fleet afoot. He's going to be able to scramble. Um, but I do like the big hammer. Um, Daryl Williams, over 37.5 rushing yards. That's my first best bet of Super Bowl 55. All right, it's time for our interview with Kelvin Washington. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Bridgestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Bridgestone, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. 
I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know a guy. Jason likes to think he knows everything when it comes to sports. I know what sports fans want. But for everything he doesn't, he knows a guy who does. Let's just say, I know a guy who knows a guy who knows another guy. All right, let's welcome into Straight Fire a guy I met at Fox Sports Radio. And given the huge trade, Matt Stafford going from Detroit to L.A., Jared Goff from L.A. to Detroit, I thought we'd bring in a guy who actually spent time in Detroit and is now in L.A., Kelvin Washington. What is up, my man? What's up, Jason, man? Let me let me tell you something. I feel like Stafford's following me. He's like, where did, where did Kelvin go? He's, <laughs> he, he left Detroit. He's in L.A. You know, I'm going to do the same thing. And uh, and But you know what? Hopefully, I, I, L.A.'s been good to me, and I've been able to find uh, some success. You know how it goes, man. And, and I'm hoping that he'll... Uh, He'll be able to do the same. Come out here and have some success. Yeah, L.A. is pretty good to everyone. Uh, I know all my friends back on the East Coast are posting videos of snow, like a foot, 18 Oof. inches of snow. I'm like, oh, I remember the days I used to have to break out the uh, snowblower. Uh, not fun, man. I, I know you spent time in Detroit. Uh, you can't be a fan of the snow. I don't know anybody who is, other than kids. Yeah. Now, you, you took that last sentence right there, other than kids. When you were 7, 8, 9, 10, and you got a snow day. It was excellent, right? You get to skip yeah. school. Uh, but I turned into a hustler. I know you know about this, man, starting businesses and whatnot. Like, my mother, one of the greatest lessons she ever taught me and my sister, she brought one day was a snow day. We're thinking we're going to go sledding and, you know, snowball fights, whatever. She came back home and she dropped two snowballs on, or uh, two, I should say, shovels. Boom, boom. And she said, one for you, one for you. And we went out there, made a couple of dollars, man. And that kind of changed my, my, my mindset in my life as far yeah. as, you know, hustling so uh i definitely but and you remember this one folks here don't know about ice scrapers you need that on your windshield oh, right to scrape geez. the ice off but then back in the 90s late 90s or 2000s if you if you didn't have your ice scraper because maybe you left it for your lady or maybe you, one of your homies took it you would just use a cd case see they don't know about that <laughs> no, no i've never gone that. to that level my goodness <laughs> a cd case i haven't had a cd in it's been a minute. Um, but uh, let, let, let me start here, Kelvin. First of all, where did you grow up? You, did you grow up in Detroit or no? I grew up in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, shout oh. out to, to Go Blue. Shout out to Michigan. Um, I was there through high school. And then from high school, uh, pretty much till we let, till I left, which would be, you know, 10, 13 years later. So um, I was basically in Detroit so and in like Flint, Michigan, cold, too. Like a cold weather guy, huh? I've only known oh, Michigan and, and California. That's it. Wow. I've only known two places. Well, I mean, if you grew up, I guess you grew up uh, watching a lot of Fab Five and a lot of bad football with the Detroit Lions. Um, so what, what's I don't your really like the way you said that, but continue. Come I, on, I, that's I, real. Know. That's real, okay? Like, listen, I, I do like Stafford a lot. We'll get to that in a minute. But I'm just trying, like, I don't know a ton of people from Detroit. Um, and, like, what, what ranked, like, the sports landscape growing up for you, like as a fan, was Fab Five above the Lions and the Tigers? Oh, yeah, great, okay. great. I'll, I'll break that down to you. So there, there's, I'll say where I'm from, and then there's Kelvin. You know what I mean? So where I'm from, being born and raised in Ann Arbor, it okay. literally 
nothing moves but Michigan. And I mean, it, it's mainly football, obviously basketball, the Fab Five, they had their runs. But football is the economy. Mm. It is the uh, the livelihood. It's the conversation. It is the family. You know, it, it is everything. And so I grew I went to high school. And sometimes when you see the shots of the big house, you see my high school right there. Literally, oh, it's wow. just it's you just cross the intersection. There's my high school pioneer shots to pie high. Um, and so I grew up in the shadow of it. I grew up uh, in the townhomes I lived in where some of the athletes would live. They, they put them there. So I grew up with Eric Riley, who was on that Michigan Fab Type team, oh, and yeah. Jalen Rose coming to kick it with him. Jalen Rose still owes me $40. It's a long story, Jason. <laughs> I won't hold you up. He tried to make a shot. First of all, Jason, you're uh, Jalen, you're in my neighborhood. I know these rims, brother. Yak made the shot. He said double to nothing. Yak made the shot again, and he just rubbed my head because I was like 12. And he's like, all right, little fella. I'm like, oh, hold on, player. <laughs> so – uh, Michigan was everything. But then as I, you know, my favorite athlete of all time is Barry Sanders. So about teen, like, yeah, like 12, 13, those, those adolescents going into teenage years is when I found an affinity for the Lions because Barry Sanders probably to this day is the only magical athlete I've ever felt where mm-hmm. he didn't seem human. Like I felt genuinely if you hand him the ball, I don't care if you're in the one yard line, he can break for 99. He didn't seem human to me. And I'm sure every, like if I were a 10 year old in the say 99 to 2002 ish or something, I would feel like that maybe about Kobe or something, you know, everybody has that, that time in their life. So for me, Barry Sanders was at first mythological, just not a real human. Like it was just a magical player. So for me, that's where my love for the lions began. And unfortunately it ran through probably up until about the time I met you in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Detroit is I would rank them probably Lions uh, Red Wings Tigers. Red Wings oh my over the Pistons and and yes see the thing about the Pistons they're almost like they're you know who they are they're taken for granted they're that they're that uh that child and who is somebody watching listening to this may feel that way they're the child you always know it's gonna have some ups and downs but they're always gonna be pretty good and they're okay. always gonna be Treat, so you're almost taken for granted, you know, um, and you also got to remember the cultural aspect, too. So, like, if if you're going by Detroit, is 80 percent black, which is the is the, the biggest percentage in all of the country. So if you ask the city of Detroit, then it would probably go Lions, Detroit, Pistons, you know, and then so okay. on down. Got but it. if you ask Metro, the, the larger Detroit, then I would say, yes, the Pistons could be fringing around three or four. I mean, the Red Wings give you championships all the time. The Tigers, you know how baseball is. It's just historic, and it's the Tigers. Yeah. Um, and But, again, if you're talking broader than the city, I think I think the Pistons are third-ish. If you're talking the city itself, they're definitely, uh, you could argue, second. A quick word on Barry Sanders, Kelvin. So, it's funny. My son, who's nine, you know, he plays Madden, and I play with him, and he just got Barry Sanders. Yeah, right? for the and he, you know he's young. He doesn't know Barry Sanders, and he dad, we got Barry Sanders. You got to see how good this guy is, and he's so fired up. And Barry Sanders is pretty sick in Madden, and you know it's almost like he's like a forgotten superstar because he retired early. Yeah, never won a Super Bowl, never went to a Super Bowl, but man, he's got to be one of the five best running backs ever. Well, the great thing about him, and it goes back to that me saying magical, is you know you and I have been around pro athletes for for quite some time, and I used to host a show. Shout out to big dog Marcellus Wiley um, and, and Eric Davis would be on the show. And, and obviously I've done um, Ephraim Salam. I've been around yeah. pro football players all the time. And you talk about it. It's one of those. They don't give a dang about a stat or record. 
you know, Emmett, Emmett Smith has the all-time rushing or this person. That, they will tell you flat out unequivocally, if they don't say anyone old like a Jim Brown or something, if they're going to make it the modern era, yeah. they're going to hands down say Barry Sanders. Um, mm. and, and so I don't even think he's top five. I think I don't think I've ever heard him lower than top three by by most people. So I think he's oh. forgotten as far as maybe younger people or, or pop culture. But I think you'd be shocked, though, actually. I think if you did, if you do a poll after this, I think you'd be shocked that he most likely wouldn't fall below three. I, I just thought of a strange parallel. Like, essentially, Allen Iverson culturally was Ooh. massive for the NBA, but he was totally different from Barry Sanders because Allen Iverson was mouthy and right. the whole practice and the tattoos and all that stuff. Barry Sanders was like, I'll score a touchdown. Here, here's a ball. You know, and then yeah. celebrate. Like a great, just pretty cool. You, you know, I like the AI in that. So if we, we're all listing our top five, you know, Kobe, Jordan, no, in no order, you know, Kareem, right. LeBron, whatever. But if you say, if you ask athletes in the NBA, you say, who's your favorite, who inspires you? They're all going, oh, Iverson, Iverson, oh, Ivo, man, yeah. Ivo was the guy, man, answered. So I, that was a great, I like that parallel, man. That's why I guess that's why you do what you do. It came up with um, it on the fly. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Because, so, uh, but even though they're, even though they're polar opposites, one's tatted up, talking smack, got yeah. the braids, the other one. I don't even think we knew his voice until the last few years when he started doing commercials. Yeah, Iverson is your favorite player's favorite player. That you know yep, the state the same. Exactly. Uh, so let me ask you. Okay, so you were there for the Barry Sanders years, the Matt Stafford years. I feel like they're getting a bad rap. Okay, um, I had this information on Monday show. So he was zero for three in the playoffs, right? Mm -hmm. He was an underdog on the road in all three playoff games, and the spread was six and a half or more. So they were not expected. To right. win any of those playoff games, they did cover against Dallas. I still remember they got jobbed. Yeah, the third or fourth down reception, so, something happened, maybe a bad spot. I, I I don't have it exact, but they picked up a flag. They that, picked that up it. a flag. Yeah, and I think it would have been a pass interference, mm. and the Lions would have pretty much been able to ice the game. Yeah, randomly they picked it up after like fifty seconds. We've moved on. The commentators moved on, and all right, the Lions gonna be able to run. Wait. Wait, they picked up the flag, yeah. and then they didn't even see the obvious hit to uh, to, to Matt Stafford's face. That's when I realized the ugly part of our business <laughs> is that sometimes you need matchups, brother. Would you rather have yeah. the Cowboys Packers or yeah. the Lions Packers? Yes. You would have, you'd rather have Cowboys if, if you're the NFL. But so Stafford gets his bum rap. Well, he never won the big game. I mean, you know, I, I looked at it. Kelvin, he had one offensive player who was all pro in his entire 11 years in Detroit. That was Calvin Johnson. That's it. They had yeah. a couple defensive guys, uh, and Dominican Sue, I think big play Slay was in there, but he never had a great coach. He never had a great team. I, I'm irrationally bullish on Stafford going to the, to the Rams. I, I, I think they're going to, I think they're the Super Bowl favorites in the NFC. I mean, talk me out of that. Well, all right. No, hold on. There's the ledge, Jason. Let me, let me scale you back. Okay. You're right. on back, brother. I want you to live. You just told me about your nine-year-old son. I want you to live because you, you're getting carried away. I mean, you, you still got, you still got, you know, the, the Bucks will be coming back. And obviously Tom Brady will be a little older, but you still have the Bucks. You still got some sneaky teams in the NFC shooting their own division. Ooh. I mean, if the if the Cardinals start to get it right, mm. that's a scary team. I like team them. I like, them. Murray. I like them, but you, we'll if, see with Kingsbury. You know, we'll see with Kingsbury. I don't know. Right? And then you got Russell Wilson, G. Golly Shucks guy over there. Yeah. Who, I mean, <laughs> who you know, he, he's always a threat. I mean, you've Coaching got some teams out here. There, but, uh, Packers. You, Obviously, the Packers are going to be in the pack. Well, well, see, see, see. Oh, here we go. Listen, Aaron Rodgers is the most talented. He's he one of my favorite players, even though he was you know, a rival of the rival, Lions. Rival, yeah, yeah. But, dude, you know this stuff. He's like 0-38 or something <laughs> crazy against good teams, uh, winning records, 
and when he's down by any point, one point or more, going into the fourth quarter. Wow. That's I don't think scary. I'm aware of that stat. No, oh, no, is I, it 0-38? I mean, dude, I just looked it up. It's scary. No. It, it, what, what? He's, I'm trying to think about against, that Against winning playoff. teams. Oh, against, against winning teams. Winning okay. teams. Think mm-hmm. about it. He doesn't come back against the, you know, the – you know, I'm thinking of teams that, you know, let's say it was a good Vikings team or a good Saints team. When he's down starting that fourth quarter, he's starting to turn into Peyton Manning where you're like, mm. okay, he's good enough, but why can't he win this big game? Think about it. If you're that talented, Pat Mahomes is already back-to-back, probably going to win back-to-back Super Bowls. I mean, that you look at Aaron Rodgers, you're like, all this talent, we all, all agree you're the most talented we've seen in probably 15, 20 years. And you only have one Super Bowl ring? You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, all right. He's Back won Stafford, as many though. NFC championships as Brady, and uh, Brady's been there one year. Uh, exactly. So not a good look for Rodgers, yeah. But, um, okay, so so, so, so maybe Stafford, Stafford isn't the favorite. Um, but I'm, I'm also curious as to the Jared Goff angle. You've seen him up close. He was really yes. good early in his career with McVay. People weren't really ready. He's trended downwards the last couple years. Um, I don't like Duck Dynasty Dan Campbell as a head coach in Detroit. <laughs> Um, and I just I'm curious how Goff is going to play there because it's pretty clear he's just a placeholder, right? Until they can dump him in two years. Well, so okay, so I want to go back to Matthew Stafford for a minute. The reason why you should be bearish on him or bullish, I should say, and and others are as well, is we've always said look at that arm talent, right? Remember we used to do that with Jay Cutler that his yeah, arm yeah. is amazing, and, and it was right. You like man, his arm is amazing, and Matthew Stafford, to your point. And as a Lions fan, you would always say, man, if he only had this or if he were only surrounded by that. And I think this is his one opportunity to say, all right, Matthew Stafford, you now for the, probably the next three years have an opportunity to say, see, 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 it was the Lions organization that's not done great by anyone. So much so that their two best players ever in history literally never played football again. <laughs> they didn't leave. They didn't request a trade. Calvin Johnson never played football again. And, and, and Barry Sanders never played football, yeah. oh. except on Madden. And so I think now you look at uh, when Matthew Stafford, he has the opportunity to say, see, I'm telling you, I'm good, I'm talented, I can win big games if only I had an organization that believed in me, that put the pieces around me, that had a scheme and a system. So that is why I do understand you know, where you're uh, optimistic about this. And I, I think where Rams fans should be. You look at Jared Goff. And you look at, he reminded me of a situation where he didn't, and he's still 25, so maybe it'll pan out. But if you go back to Russell Wilson, if you go back to Ben Roethlisberger, guys who are rookies or second years that walked right into Super Bowl situations, it wasn't simply them, right? It was this running game. It was a defense. It was a mm-hmm. system. And they almost were better served because there weren't much expected out of them, right? We're going to design this one little situation for you, Ben Roethlisberger. We really don't know who you are. You're from Miami, Miami, Ohio. We don't know how great you are. Hand off to Jerome Bettis, bash Willie Parker, throw it a couple little times, and we'll let the defense do the rest. Right. Russell Wilson, we got the Legion of Boom. You can move a little bit, so move when you need to. We're going to hand it off to, I don't know if you heard of a guy named Marshawn freaking Lynch, and we're going to work it out. And so Jared Goff was beneficiary of that, right? Todd Gurley, that defense. And we went, oh, man. And so he was able to get – paid and compensated because of what I think they should have pumped the brakes to see well what happens when we give you more when more is required of you we saw that with Russell Wilson then you go oh he's a freaking headed to the Hall of Fame you saw that with Ben Roethlisberger you went oh he's headed to the Hall of Fame and there's other people where to Colin Kaepernick I mean you can can go on and Joe Flacco once you start requiring more of them 
then you can really get to really see who they are. And I think the Lions are in a position where they gave up a franchise quarterback to potentially have a franchise-ish, but you're going to have to have all the pieces around them because one thing that's overrated in the NFL, if you take out Tom Brady, you don't have to have an amazing quarterback to win. You can get there without. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm talking the last 30 years, dude. I can name some names. You'll be like, yeah, he did get there, or yeah, he did win a Super Bowl. Joe Flacco, and is he even in the NFL? Who, did Fox hire uh, him? I think he was the Jets' backup uh, this past year. Man, you, uh, Playoff yeah, Joe was a thing. January Joe, whatever they called him. Um, but, yeah, he was with one of the greatest organizations in the league. That's a good point. And, and defenses. And think about it. Trent Dilfer, the Dilfer, same team. Same thing, yep. uh, Brad Johnson, that Bucks defense was one of the greatest of all time. Rich Gannon. Eli um, Manning, can he go in there, or did he win two so he's kind of out if of you, that? No, because if you take away those two Super Bowls, he was terrible. He's solid. Yeah, no, well, average. You're right. I said I said terrible. I should have said average. Yeah, he's average. He's okay. Yeah, he's, mm. if you take away those Super Bowls, and mind you, it was that defense getting after Brady. And so I just was explaining that to somebody here at the office. I said, "Look, man, you don't need a world beater. Aaron Rodgers is a world beater, and we, he may never get to one again. Think mm. about it. There's a chance Aaron Rodgers can re- retire, never getting back Oof. to a Super Bowl. Dan That's Marino right. got to one, and we all went, "Oh, he'll get back. Yeah, never got never back." Did. Um, you know what I, I mean? So, so point being, if if the Jared Goff can just be what we've seen, maybe scale back the turnovers, and if for God's some reason the Lions ever switched it around and got a defense or got a scheme set around him, he could mess around and get there before some other people. Again, because I've just seen you don't have to have an amazing quarterback to get there. I'm not saying to right. have sustained so, success. Have, have you considered this, okay? Goff is going from McVay to Anthony Lynn as his offensive coordinator. And you saw Anthony Lynn up close with the Chargers this year, okay? Yes, Um, I did. And I'm not, listen, I know some people are trying to give Anthony Lynn credit for the development of Herbert. That is just flat out. Uh, Nobody believes that. You know, ask Justin Herbert. He's gone on record. Uh, The quarterback's coach mattered a lot. Uh, The OC was good. I I don't know. I feel bad for golf. At any rate, let's move on. If you would have said Eric Bieniemy, I would have said, okay, I got something going. Yeah, yeah, boy. Eric Bieniemy. Oof, rough. Um... Let me a quick one more Detroit question before we pivot to the NBA. Yeah. They keep showing this movie on cable, Eight Mile. And I got to <laughs> ask you, you're a Detroit guy. Um, yes. First of all, have you ever been to a rap battle in Eight Mile? Do they exist? Um, you know, it, it, what, what's it like? Or if you haven't, like, what do you think of the movie? Is it like cool in Detroit to mention that movie or is it like, ah, oh, that's lame? That's a you know that's a great question. So I, I I love this conversation because of course a lot of people's association with Detroit is eight miles. So I'll explain it like this: the a better representation of the average, you know, let's say sixteen to twenty five year old in Detroit in that era, you know, the nineties, early two thousands, was not that movie at all. Like I don't even know that looked foreign. And again, now I want to preface by saying I'm originally from Ann Arbor, but all my family's in Detroit. Uh, and once I was 16, 17, I was always in Detroit. And Big Sean, the rapper, his most recent album called Detroit 2, that's a better representation of Detroit. Because he literally has hmm. songs that if you're not from there, you would be like, oh, that's pretty cool, but I don't quite get it. Yeah. It's because it was, okay, boy, how much time we got? There's a history. Okay, No, no, you don't, need, you don't need to go die deep. I, this, I only brought this. this up because uh, my wife and I can recite the rap off at the end of the movie. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. you know, my kids hear us joking around. Anytime there's like a 
quasi mention of any of the words in the wrap off, my wife or I will say it. And then the kids right. are like, oh, wrap off eight mile. You know, and anyway, so. that's not that's not but that's not that's not a real representation. And that's not to say it didn't exist because it surely did. I mean, that's right. very accurate to that crew. But that wasn't the average person. That was mm. like the hyper rapper. I'm all about battles and bars crew. And that's not the average person. The average person, anybody from Detroit who's listening will collab. They were at the River Rock. They were at Legends. They were on Belle Isle. They were on Jefferson. Anybody from Detroit would know what I'm talking about. That was not that was like for the hyper. That was a very um, a very hyper battle rap you know concentrated group like that wasn't the broader detroit at all that not at all okay all right sorry to go off topic uh we can no, wrap up it. with this off topic. i, I, I mean listen we try topic. to do off topic we've had a comedian on here an actor we try to do different and, and you're an interesting cat so i wanted to bring you on i know you the nba is near and dear to your heart yes and i have to ask um as a guy who grew up you know again detroit you saw a lot of the pistons you saw pistons versus jordan you saw Lakers in the last couple of years with LeBron. You're up close right now out here, LeBron in the twilight. Um, where do you stand on LeBron versus Jordan? LeBron, Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time. LeBron James is the best player of all time. By great, I will admit. Hold up, hold up. Ho, 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 ho. You just said Michael's the best, LeBron's the greatest? Reverse it. Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. LeBron James is the best basketball player. So of all time. best and greatest. Ooh, this is a head greatest. I've never heard. I'm gonna break it down. Greatest involves totality, like the storyline, impact, cultural, uh, and to his credit, Jordan never lost in the finals. So all of those things, hands down, you cannot debate that makes him the greatest. His everything plays a role. His shoes, again, the the look. He was longer shorts, the ball, and not to mention just pure dominance on the court. But when I say LeBron is the best, what I mean by that is if we were all at Venice Beach watching guys who, right, you would say, well, what the freak can't this guy not do? He just out-rebounded everybody out here. He's Magic Johnson freaking dropping dimes better than anybody out here. And not to mention, especially if you're going like, you know, 30-year-old LeBron four or five years ago, he's dunking on people from freaking half court and free throw line. He's dunking on everybody. And he's mm. the fastest human being out here. How is he 6'8", 260? He's the fastest person out here. That like 10-year stretch of yeah. LeBron. Literally, if he got a fast break, he's gone. He's just in. Also, Jason, I also go like this. If I'm a GM and you're telling me, as you know, a GM sometimes you miss, right? You, you draft bad players. You, you sign free agents that don't work out. I know that if I get LeBron James, literally me, you, Robert and Rob Parker, <laughs> the four of us plus LeBron, we got a chance. What's the expectation for us to make the finals, right? Yeah. Well, you don't do that with a single other person. If I told you Giannis and four bums, you'd be like, oh, they'd be lucky to make the playoff. Look at Steph Curry. He's the two-time reigning MVP, the first ever unanimous MVP. What is everybody doing? Making excuse. Well, Clay's out. Well, Draymond was out. LeBron didn't get that. It was, he better make the finals. With Della Vadova and freaking Ilgowskis, whoever was on the team. Deli, and baby. that's because of how great his talent is. And you went your expectations. And every, last thing I'm going to say, everyone always said, what else? Well, he never played in the West. He's lucky he was in the East. East is the least. And I told everybody. I've been telling them for a decade. Robert can vouch. I told people. I would say, man, if he played in the West for the 10-year, 12-year stretch that y'all keep talking about, he would have been with the, the, the freaking uh, Lob City Clippers then. Or oh. he would have been running with Kobe. 
or yeah. he would have been running with the Warriors or the Spurs or or the freaking Grizzlies with Zebo and Marcus Gasol and Mike mm. Conley. I would have said, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you're telling me you wanted him on one of those teams? I agree he may have gone to the finals less, but he surely would have never lost. If LeBron could go back in the, the, the DeLorean and go back time in time, he might have been better served in the West. Maybe he only goes five, six times in finals. Yeah. He'd never lose. It's interesting. This is uh, this is an angle. I got to be honest. I've been a part of a lot of these discussions. I did a video for Fox when I got there in 2016. I think we did it in like December of 2016, and it got over a million views. Just mm. LeBron, Jordan stuff. And I have never heard the split between greatest and best. Huh. Jordan what's is your, the greatest. What's the reaction you usually get to greatest versus best? I get, huh? Like you just did. Yeah, huh? I, I'm, I need to let that marinate. It's going to take a minute, you know. I'll give I, you what I mean. I'll give you what I mean. Tom Brady is the great. We call him the goat. He is. He he is the greatest. But that when you look at probably three, four other quarterbacks, they were better. Okay. Right? Okay. So timeout. So Brady is the goat. Yeah. And does this mean you think Jordan is the goat? Yes, Jordan is the greatest of uh... all time. There's no arguing. His storyline, it matches the credentials mm. on the court, the cultural impact. He's just the greatest. It's the greatest. Tupac, the greatest rapper, doesn't mean he's so the So how is greatest above best? Because it encompasses <laughs> everything, whereas the uh. best, the, for instance, the best player may not win. The best player, you know, because uh, I look at it as a, as, a, as, a, hmm. as a tool belt too, right? LeBron, in his tool belt, he's going to go down as top, three passer, probably the greatest score, probably going to go to more finals than just about anybody. I mean, other than, you know, like the 60 Celtics, like what didn't he do? The yeah. only thing someone most people can say is he didn't win six and oh, like Jordan. Right. Or he went, he didn't have the, or the tenacity that I, that I, someone would say they personally like, like a Kobe. He wasn't oh, yeah. a cutthroat. That's such a dumb, I can't but when you that. just watch yeah. the basketball game, yeah. my expectation, and not to mention, he was like, 13 and five or something crazy like that against Kobe. But when I just watch him play every single season, Jason, we all go the gap between him and first and second, whoever second is just, yeah. it's, it's not even close. How about this? I, I, I've tried to push this. People don't like to hear this basketball, 48 minute game, right? Yep. I would take LeBron for the first 47 yep. and Jordan for the final minute. Because LeBron's going to elevate the play of everyone else. He's going to get you the triple-double. He'll yep. get you there. But there's something about Jordan's clutch factor, if you will. Yeah. Um, he wasn't – I mean, he would pass, you know, for the game-winning shot. Um, but he wants to rip your heart out. Not saying LeBron doesn't. But I, I don't know. And that kind of is splitting it and with the greatest And that's where I best. argue with people when I tell them. I say, stop coming to me telling me this is what people say. Who's better? Kobe or LeBron or, or you know, so-and-so versus LeBron. And I'll be like, uh, LeBron. If you don't say, other than Jordan, I'm going to say LeBron. And then they'll go, oh, so you telling me last second shot you won LeBron or Kobe. I say, well, that's a different. That's a different yeah, argument. Because yeah. watch this. I take Reggie Miller over just about everybody. Oh, I don't think he's a better uh, player. Calvin, this is a bridge too far. Reggie Miller? You wouldn't take Reggie Miller for one shot. Remember, the argument people always say, oh, with LeBron, why did he miss that shot? I'm like, you just asked me who the best player was. You didn't say who's the best person at a one second shot. Steph Curry over Reggie Miller in any shooting. Oh my Anything gosh. Involving Jason, a shot is Curry. Give me that any day. Name a clutch shot Steph Curry has made our way. I mean, you know, he had almost a half court shot to beat the Thunder on that Saturday that, night. Uh, that that is his one. And that didn't it was a regular season. 
I think they tied it. I don't think he beat them. And that's uh, it. I think that well, I think Give it was a game the, winner with like two seconds left. So so what's Reggie Miller's? The one against the Knicks? The one? The one against the Bulls, the one against the Knicks, the one against the Knicks. The what do you mean? What? Reggie Miller stays that Reggie Miller is the epitome of clutch individually. Now his oh, teams wow. weren't, and he didn't have a lot around him. It, Reggie, I'm taking him over. So just he hit a him. bunch of big shots, but never won anything. Right, and I'm saying he didn't have a Warriors team. <laughs> I'm Steph sure Curry, I could find Ronaldo Blackman hitting a bunch of clutch shots. Like I don't know about that. I mean, anybody hits man, last I, second shots. Listen, I want to end this. I want to. Wow, end this wait a second. Hold up, hold up, hold up, Calvin. I don't want to jump through. An India, a Detroit guy, is loving Reggie Miller. Top five, players? top five the favorite hell? players. One of mine is Reggie. Reggie Miller. First of all, I, didn't I don't say love he was Reggie top Miller. Five best. Top He's five one of your favorite. You so, know the so Patrick Ewing's on my list for favorite. But I'll mean? say this. I also don't like Reggie Miller because he stinks as an announcer. And he blocked me on social media for, like, nothing. Because I said he sucked as an announcer. And, wait, wait, wait. Why do shit. people say him and Chris Webber suck so bad? No, Those I like Webber. I like Webber. I feel like Webber's authentic. Reggie Miller's just annoying, man. I'm sorry. I, Swap I, I, Indiana it. fans, I, I apologize. Even though shout out to C-Webb from Detroit, give me Reggie over C-Webb when it comes to the broadcasting. Oh, wow. People hate the Reggie disrespect- and C-Webb. I think Chris Webber. I think there's a case that he's one of the most underrated players of my generation. That guy now, that was so ridiculously with. talented. I can um, get down with that. Yeah. But it's again, it goes back to the winning thing. Here's my all right. This can I drop one more on you? Give me 30 seconds. I'm gonna drop okay. this on you. I'm done. We, the public, created this narrative that if and it's it's because of shows, all you know, all these uh first thing first and first pick a first, first take, everybody's first, all these sports shows where we have to have something to debate and talk about. It's what we do, right? Sports radio, uh, social media. Growing up, great example. You said Patrick Ewing, I said Reggie Miller. I'm glad we both said those two names. Neither one run, won a ring. But during their run, you never talked to You just like, oh, Reggie Miller's freaking dope. He's, he's, he makes big shots. And if you're a Nick fan, you hated him. You, you hated other guys just for the sake of your team. But you didn't bash them for simply not winning a ring. Patrick Ewing, I was like, shoot, he's dope, man. Pat Ewing, the Knicks, man, that's going to be a good game against the Pistons. You never yeah. bashed him. Here's what right. happened. Kobe Bryant is what happened. And I mean this in the most complimentary way. Huh. He's the first player we ever saw where we went, man, is he on Jordan's level? No, no way. He hasn't won anything. Then he wins. Then he wins. Then he wins. Triple, three-peat. Jordan like Jordan. We're like, oh, shoot. Looks like him. Talks like him. Same size as him. Balling like him. Three rings. You're like, well, okay, he's only got three. Comes back and he gets five. You're like, oh shoot! Yeah, well, he he lost a couple times, lost to the you know the, the Pistons, and he lost uh, to the Celtics. He's five and two. Jordan was six and zero, so it's Jordan. So then LeBron's creeping up in the middle of this. We all see the talent. We all see he's the best player in the league. But what do we do? Yeah, he's that great. He hasn't won anything. Hasn't won anything. And so we started making it where you can't just be great. Like we used to. So somebody was dope. They were dope. Then it turned into you have to have had all these rings. We started yeah. being. And then all of a sudden, hey. think about it. And well, so, I guess my pushback, Kelvin, would be, yeah. y- you know, you're using the universal we. Like, you and I don't say dumb shit like that. Um, well, I'm I think it's a lot right. of these people, these meatballs on social media. Um, you know, social media gave everybody a voice. And let's be honest, not everybody deserves a voice. A lot of these people haven't done the research or the homework. They don't know the numbers. They don't know the eras. Like, all that stuff matters. And this whole, like, well, uh, rings. Like, I mean, Robert Ory, how many rings he got? He got right, a lot of rings. Seven. Tim Duncan got a lot of rings. Nobody talks yep. about him in the discussion. Um, 
I, I really think social media has been the divisive figure in all of this. I mean, hell, you brought up Reggie Miller, and I can't get over this. Like, I grew up in the Reggie Miller era. I've seen Clay Thompson. I would take Clay Thompson over Reggie Miller in a heartbeat. And I, I couldn't even put Reggie Miller's name in the same sentence as Steph Curry. Like, I would say, Reggie's got to put up against Clay Thompson first, then you upgrade from that into the Curry discussion. Now, I am a little impartial to Curry. Uh, I started a podcast like, I don't know, 12 years ago when he was the first guest I ever had before he blew up. And, you know, I saw him out here in L.A. And, you know, he, I, he said he remembered me, but whatever. And I'm a Curry guy. <laughs> I, I'm in the tank for Curry. I, th- I just think, you know, what he's accomplished at the NBA level is incredible for being a small guy. But, um, you know, this was fun, Kelvin. Damn. Loved it. This is good. Loved it, yeah, man. Uh, you know, I thought you had some interesting insights. I've got to let LeBron... Jordan, best, greatest, marinate. Um, I do put the GOAT symbol next to LeBron, so I guess we ultimately disagree. But I liked your Stafford, Barry Sanders stuff. So, Kelvin, uh, you know, where can the uh, listeners find you? Uh, Spectrum Sports. It's the the channel when you turn your TV on, boom, he's going to be on there on Channel 1. You can't do anything about it. He's there. Yeah, I tell people all the jokers, if you don't like if you don't like me, then you probably don't like Spectrum. I'm on a whole lot here. Uh, Spectrum News 1, if you're in L.A., if you're not, uh, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, same handle, K-Dub Live, K-D-U-B-B-L-I-V-E. Uh, I love talking, man. I love talking sports, obviously. I love talking yeah. about it, talking smack, having fun. Um, and I uh, love what you do, man. And uh, I'm going to get back up. I'm going to do some radio here soon, man. We're yeah. going to make that happen real soon. We get could, back over there with the, with the crew. definitely do three hours of disagreeing and agreeing to disagree. Yeah, but respecting each other's opinion. Because I know you're putting in the work. You know yeah. your stuff. You know? Yeah, and I got some stuff for you and your little Steph Curry level. Well, that's for another day. That's a, we're gonna, yes, we're we will that save that one day. for another day. Listen, I, people hate that I say Steph Curry's above Isaiah Thomas in the all-time point guard ranking. I am but that's people. fine. That's fine. I am is, people. I'm is people. Curry a true point guard? That's another discussion. So, uh, Kelvin Washington, all right, thanks a lot, buddy. Enjoy the week. All right, we'll talk. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, That grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. 
We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.